welcome to Coffee with Michelle, a podcast I created using messy action so I could share super fun and random stories with 30 of my closest friends. Well, hello, hello. Welcome to episode number 16. I literally had to pull up iTunes to figure out what episode I was on because I'm a little unorganized these days, but it's all about that messy action. I have to tell you guys, it is so funny to me how many of you message me to say, oh yeah, remember blah, 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 blah. That would be a good one for the podcast because my memory is jack shit, as you guys know. But not always. It's weird. I can remember the most random things. Like I had a thing come up in a client session a couple days ago where I was like, oh, yeah, remember blah, 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 blah. And she's like, oh, my God, how do you remember that? And I'm like, not sure. Couldn't tell you when I was born, though. So don't be too impressed. But anyway, I love hearing from you guys because I do forget a lot of these stories. Another thing, I might need to hire like a memory assistant because I'm only, what, fucking 16 episodes in here and I've already forgotten things I've shared. I have stories where I'm like, did I already tell that story? So if you listen to the podcast, if you're an avid listener and you have a great memory, I'm not even kidding. I would love to be able to like DM you and go, hey, have I told this one yet or this? Save me so much time and I'll pay you. Not even kidding. Kim? If you're out there, could be a fun little gig. Um, Okay, so I've got about 30 minutes here, and I'm going to power this through. Okay, so the first one, (laughs) the first one, oh my God, I don't even know where to start, y'all. I'm a freaking disaster. Okay, years ago, and I know I use that all the time, but that's how it works in my brain. It was either last week or years ago. So several years ago... If I freaking had to guess, I'd probably say about 2007. Sitting at work, coworker called me up and he says, hey, Angela's coming in on Father's Day. And I'm like, what? I go, who's Angela? And he's like, what? I'm like, who the hell is Angela? And he's like, my stepdaughter. And I said, huh, she's coming to Tulsa? And he's like, <laughs> he's like, yeah, remember? And I'm like, nope, not no clue what you're talking about. And he said, you told me she could stay with you throughout the summer because she's interning at the company we, the company where I worked. And I'm like, did I? Well, couple too many Jaeger shots and apparently a nice little drunken post-trade show conversation with the whole team. He brought up that she wanted to intern. They of course lived in a different state. And I'm like, you can absolutely let her stay with me. And I just totally volunteer this whole thing. And I'm like, well, shit. At the time, I very much was a people pleaser. Um, Probably go a little differently these days. But that's also why I don't do Jaeger shots anymore. So anyway, I was like, oh, my God. And I don't remember how long she stayed with me. I think it was like two months. So I'm like, holy shit. I have to get my house ready for another guest. So (laughs) Father's Day rolls around. And I hosted Father's Day at my house that day. And we have a huge gang. So I think there were probably 25 people here. And I'm like, oh, I have to go get her from the airport right in the middle of the day. So I, uh, my friend Shirley was over as well. Um, and so anyway, so I leave trying to make all the meal, do make the meal, do all the things. So I leave. I run to the airport. 
I grabbed her and she was super, super shy. And I was like, oh, I'm like, oh, it's going to be fine. Bye, 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 bye. I said, I do have a full house of people, but you can go straight to your room. I've got it all set up for you. And I tried to make it all cute, tried to pull it to Renda and make it nice. And so we get to the house and this poor girl who's so shy has to roll her little luggage through my house through my freaking Motley crew. Uh, and I'm sure she was rethinking a lot of her life decisions in that moment, but I take her into the freaking bedroom and she's like, Oh my God, <laughs> she goes, what is this? And my face, my face is even red now. And my face got really red and I was like, Oh my God, <laughs> it was, there was peanut butter. <laughs> There was peanut butter on the nightstand, and I'm like, oh, my God, that freaking little jackass. Shirley loved to make, I don't want to share too, whatever, the dog peanut butter story. She loved to make stupid-ass jokes like that. And so this girl, they thought it would be funny while I'm at the airport to terrorize this poor girl's room. Oh, my God, what a jackass. But she laughed so hard, she, she injured herself. Not... Not Angela, but my friend Shirley. But anyway, she ended up being awesome. We stayed. She stayed for two months. We had a great time. Uh, People at work are like, what the hell are you even doing with her? Like, how are you guys staying entertained? What do you do when you're not at work? And I'm like, I don't really know. I don't know what we're doing. But we had a good time. And we, I won't say his name just in case he listens to this podcast, but we had a coworker who was really annoying like one of those guys that yeah no everybody is like well at least you're not so and so so anyway I told Angela I said we're totally gonna pull a prank on your dad stepdad and we're gonna pretend you're dating let me think of a name because I will need a name um Alan we'll call him Alan and I'm like we're gonna pretend you're dating Alan and she's like Oh, my God. I said he will lose his shit. So it was like a Friday night. And I said, we're going to wait until it's like 1130, which for me, uh, super late. And I said, and I'll take it from there. So I called him up. <laughs> I called him up. I go, dude. I go, dude, I'm a little concerned. And he's like, he's like, what's going on? Everything OK? And I said, well, I said, Angela's not here. And he's like, well, where is she? And I said, well. Alan invited her out for drinks. (laughs) I said, Alan invited her out for drinks. And they've been out for a long time. They've been gone for a while since after work. And I don't remember all the specifics. But we pulled that shit off for like two days. Because I don't know a boundary when it comes to pranks. We pulled it off for like two days. This guy was ready to get on an airplane and fly to Tulsa. Because he was convinced she was going to end up running off and marrying this total jack. And it was it was phenomenal. But we had fun. I took her to a little we went to a little bar downtown, which was cool. It's like a little basement bar. And I think we got there like I think somebody that was we were with someone that knew the owner, so it was technically closed, but we were able to go in anyway, so that was kind of cool. Um But she was an awesome kid, so I'm actually glad that all worked out. But pretty funny to find out you've committed to letting someone stay with you for a couple months and had no clue about it, so there's that. All right, I'm going to take a drink. Mm-mm. 
Sorry, I'm sure that's a pleasant sound. Okay. Oh, geez. This one. All right. Again, several years ago, I had a dog, Buddy Lee. Rest in peace, my little guy. My little ride or die. And Buddy was not really a fan of people or moving things. And I had a few instances where he got out the front door and would, like, chase cars. I mean, is there anything more anything more chaotic than that? But... So anyway, I always had to be really careful when I opened the door. And one morning, little uh, little sleepy, I decided to check the mail, open the front door, go to grab the mail, and Buddy Lee takes off because a kid went by on a bicycle. It's like a Saturday morning, I think. So I immediately sprint out, sprint out, get to the end of the driveway, neighbor guy's Short Shorts, for those of you that know the characters in the neighborhood, Short Shorts is outside, and he's like, what? Staring at me, and I'm like, what is his problem? And I realize I don't have any fucking pants on. <laughs> I swear to God, I go, holy shit. I either, I have, this poor kid is going to experience trauma. It's either going to be caused by seeing my flat ass, or it's going to be caused by my dog's teeth. So, sorry, kid. Guess what, which one I chose? It was the flat ass. Survey says flat ass. So, but it was pretty, it was pretty horrible. And I actually think Barb might have experienced that whole thing as well. I think she was outside. I'm totally going to ask her. But that was horrific. Um, that was a funny one I totally had forgotten about. So, yeah, who knows what these women were saying about me before we started our little coffee clutch. Speaking of women, we did not have a coffee with Barb this week because, oh, uh, I think Barb went to stay with her son in Arkansas. I think that's what happened. Um, Winnie, I think it was Tuesday morning, I got a text from Winnie while I was out hiking to let me know that my garage door is open because my sensor's all jacked up and I need to have it replaced and I've been thinking about doing it for a long time and I found a guy that will do it, but I haven't hired him to do it because I want to clean the garage out first. So anyway, my garage door is a little wonky and (laughs) I just got to the trail. So it's like, son of a bitch. It's like a 20 minute drive, blah, 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 blah. So had to, I said, all right, no worries. I'll just leave early and come back. Cause the only way she could close it for me is if she like went in the garage, hit the button, tried to run out and like leap over the sensor, which not going to put that kind of pressure on my girl. So she also said, uh, don't want to get all up in your business, dot, 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 but you forgot to put your trash out this morning. <laughs> and I said, yep, I think I'm operating on about six hours of sleep, four hours, two, whatever it was. So that's kind of cute. I go, yeah, you're right. You're right. I totally screwed that up. All right. This segment's going to be a little bit about 80s music. Uh, Shirley is making another guest appearance in this episode. How fun is that? So Shirley came over one time. I think we were either, were we working out? That seems odd for that phase of my life. I don't think we were. We were probably just having drinks because <laughs> I definitely don't think I was working out at that phase. But, um, so she came over and we had eighties music on and, <laughs> We, uh, 
we started talking about lyrics and singing things wrong and all of that. And I will straight up sing the most random words thrown together that do not even make sense. Not at all. Um, I remember my high school boyfriend, one time I was singing along to some song. He's like, what in the hell are you even saying? That's not even close to accurate. But so I've always kind of had that thing. But, you know, there's that song, Save the Dance. Nope. See, Safety Dance. Safety Dance. I don't even know how it goes. We both thought it was Save the Dance, not Safety Dance. So I still sing it that way. I try really hard not to. She had a phenomenal one. What is the song? Okay, it's, I don't know the song, but it says, Paved Paradise and Put Up a Parking Lot. Paved Paradise and Put Up a Parking Lot. Right? My girl Shirley thought it was. (laughs) She thought it was Paved Paradise. No, she thought it was Painted Paradise put up a falcon light. And I'm like, I died. We laughed so freaking hard. And I think we actually found quite a few songs that we were totally butchering. Um, And I ended up, uh, I had an idea for a Christmas gift for her. And I wanted to buy her a falcon light, like a falcon lamp. It was so hard to find, but I did. I found one. It weighed about 97 pounds, and I wonder if she still has it. I should ask her. Um, So funny. And she invited me to little 80s section here. She also invited me to join her little – she went to a boot camp thing, and they had, like, bring a friend – Bring a friend day 80s edition or something along that line. So I go, all right, jerk, I'll go with you. Let's go check it out. So we get in there. We get into this room. There's probably 20 of us women. We're all sitting around stretching before it's time to work out. And they're playing 80s music, of course. And this new song comes on. And like, I immediately know what it is. And it's quiet. And I'm like, surely. I go, surely. Wasn't this your theme song in high school? And she's like, huh, what is it? Maybe. What is it? And then all of a sudden it comes on. She's an easy lover. And I'm telling you, I could not stop laughing. Shirley's face got all red because all these women, (laughs) we almost got kicked out of the class. The poor instructor's like, oh, my God, who is this woman? We laughed so hard. I, I can still get into like a little fit of laughter over it because the timing was perfection she was genuinely curious oh like maybe i did have a theme song and i forgot about it what is it um it was just stupid funny stupid funny just a little random this one is really funny and i'm gonna try really hard to tell the story in a way where this you guys get the humor in this because it might be a tricky one but It made me cry laugh. That doesn't happen all that often. And I was like, oh, I should totally share this. So I have a group chat going with a couple friends, Eden and Michelle. And they're amazing. I won't get into like the the weeds of who they are and all of that. But I'll, I'll give you a little background just for the context of the story. But we've become really good friends over the years. And we have this ongoing group chat. And... Eden is a boy mom, very practical, logical, knows her shit. She's probably really good in an emergency. 
also known as the opposite of me. Um, she lived in Alaska. She's very much outdoorsy, knows the lay of the land. Is that how it's said? I think she was even like a cross-country runner or something at one point. She knows her shit. Okay. Michelle grew up on the beach in Charleston. Michelle is actually living a lot of people's dream life right now because she sold everything she owned and is roaming around the U.S. living wherever she feels like living based on the weather or whatever's going on. It's a beautiful thing. Now, Michelle and I love animals. We're obsessed. Logic leaves the building. Like, we get it. We know, like, a bear is technically dangerous. <laughs> like, technically dangerous. But if we talk to it cute enough and call it mama, probably won't attack us. Like, we're very much a hazard to society, but we can't control it. It's just logic leaves. And so Eden constantly has to rein us in with our wildlife adventuring. And (laughs) Michelle is in Colorado right now. And of course, that's like the wildlife mecca amazingness. She sent us a video of a bear right outside the hotel she's living in. It was so freaking cool. And one day... I don't know when this was. I'm horrible with timing. But she, uh, <laughs> she I, oh, I grabbed my phone and it, I have like 11 text messages. And I'm like, good Lord, what is going on here? And it was our little friend group chat. And I'm like, huh, what's going on? I think I was drinking my coffee at the time. And so I'm like, oh, we have video. We have voice memos. We have one text that says it's not old and it's not hungry. And I'm like, what is going on here? So I start at the top and Michelle posted, <laughs> Michelle posted a video and she's like, y'all, what is this? <laughs> she said, she's in her car driving next to this huge animal. She's like, what is this? She's like, what is this thing, you guys? And she's like, oh, my God, it's so old and hungry. And I immediately am like, holy shit, it's a moose, which is number one on my bucket list right above Bora Bora. I'm dying to see a moose in the wild. So I see it's a moose. I'm like, oh, my God, feed it, Michelle, feed it. (laughs) You have to feed this moose. So then the next video was, she was even closer to it. And she's like, oh my God, you guys, look, it's in the bank. I think it's an old horse. I think it's an old, I think it's an old horse. And I'm like, I'm dying. And you have to keep in mind, it's not like a real time conversation, right? There's obviously delays. Like Michelle sends her message a couple minutes later, another one. So I can only imagine that Eden just casually opens her text. She casually opens it and in her mind sees these videos from Michelle and is like, oh my God, is this next message Michelle getting mauled because she's trying to saddle back this fucking moose and pet it. And I could not stop laughing. And I got on there and I said... (laughs) I said, oh, my God, Michelle, if I was with you, we would already be in the emergency room. That's a freaking moose. Holy shit, I'm dying. 
and Eden, of course. <laughs> I should actually play the audio. It's so fantastic. Eden comes in. She's like, oh, my God, it's not old. It's not hungry. That's a fucking moose. It will kill you. Stay in your car. Poor Eden at this point is parenting these two full ass grown women who have zero control over animals. (laughs) She had to talk me off the ledge of trying to get a baby fox. She's like, no, Michelle, stop. And it is so funny to me. And the fact that Michelle thought it was an old horse. It's, I'm telling you, I cry, 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 laugh. It is so phenomenal. I can still cry laughing about it today. It was just a beautiful disaster. She did not pet it or feed it. And I told her, I said, if I was there, we would have gone through McDonald's, grabbed some chicken nuggies. We would have fed that damn thing. We might have gotten mold, but we would have been real happy at the end of the ro- road there. Um, and she's like, oh, my God, there is a McDonald's right across the street. Oh, <laughs> uh, so funny. So funny. I hope that translated. If not, uh, those of you that know Michelle and Eden will probably freaking love the story. It was phenomenal. It's um, so much fun. So much fun. So, all right, it's a nice rainy Sunday morning. I am very groggy. I've got my little green smoothie here. And for those of you that asked me about what I put in this smoothie, this is 100% for nutrition. It is not for taste. You have to like, it's pretty thick, so you kind of have to chew it up a little bit. But I put uh, organic greens to get a big those big bags from Costco um cinnamon water avocado um mushroom powder seeds for seed cycling which I'll talk more about I and for those of you that have asked I'm still working on that um not hor- well it's kind of yeah it's like hormones and learning how to live with your cycle I'm still working on that program and it's going to be freaking amazing it's just very detailed and I'm like in the trenches with it so just hang tight and I will for sure share that when I get closer but anyway so I have seeds to help with that carrots cucumbers I just kind of throw some shit in there really um sometimes I'll use celery which I hate celery but I can drink anything I hate, but I cannot eat anything I hate. Like I would never eat a stalk of celery. Not a chance, but I'll drink it. I don't know what that is, but so anyway, it's kind of cool. So in the morning I get, I just set it up to where if I don't eat anything else super healthy throughout the day, I'm still in pretty good shape because I chugged 84 ounces of liquid salad. (laughs) But I tell you, I like it. It's good. It's a good way to start the day. Um, and the only way I would eat, like what I put in here is if I ate it in a salad, but I'd have to throw ranch dressing on it and sunflower seeds and croutons and I would ruin the whole nutritional, the the nutritional element to it. So anyway, I'm a little sleepy Sunday morning. I need to bust this episode out and this is going to probably end up being a really weird and random and scattered episode, but I actually think all of them have been. So there's that. All right, I already lost my damn notes on what I was going to talk about. See? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. So this is just a random little TikTok thing, which I don't get on TikTok as much as I did. And I hate to say it, but I think TikTok TikTok has jumped the shark. Probably not the right usage of that, but 
it's not as appealing anymore. There are too many ads. Um, I seem to have jacked up my algorithm somehow. Like I just keep seeing the same shit over and over and over, which is unusual. That rarely ever happens on there. Um, so I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but I think TikTok has peaked. We'll see. We'll see if I'm right, but I think it has. But anyway, there I got on this whole you guys know I'm all about that little home remedy sitch, and it rarely works. That's not true. It does work, but when it backfires, it backfires poorly. Right? So anyway, um, it landed me on like this whole part of TikTok where people are like making their own things. Got me into the little prepper side as well. The people who are like, and when the world comes to an end, you better have some shit canned. You better have some tomatoes canned or the whole family's going to perish. So this freaking woman is like, okay, I'm going to show you how to prepare onion powder. So if everything goes to hell, you'll have some in the pantry. And I'm like, really? Who the hell is looking for onion powder? I mean, are you really going to be down in a freaking bunker? Like the, the fact that this woman is so prepared for a disaster that she's making homemade onion powder is crazy because how bored do you have to be during a freaking disaster to go, God, if if only we had onion powder, right? Yeah. Russia has, (laughs) Russia has attacked the U S and you're in a bunker going, God, but what if we had onion powder? This would not be that bad. It's just, it's just so (laughs) insane to me. It really made me laugh. And I don't know. I'm sleepy now, so I don't think I'm telling the story the right way. But who even knew you could do that? So if you ever feel like you want to be prepared for a, a disaster, an emergency where everything, the world is coming to an end and you need onion powder, now you know. You can do it. You can do it. Okay, so this is kind of funny. This was a funny one I had forgotten about. So... When I started working for the last, well, really the only company I worked for, I was super young, very green. I grew up in a very, mm, a very small town in Oklahoma, which lacked diversity big time. And I was just green. And so when I got a job with this company, which was in the big city of Tulsa, I use air quotes, the big city of Tulsa, it, I was introduced to this whole new freaking side of society and the world and it was just like it's pretty amazing looking back I even worked with a girl who lived in I cannot think of the name of the town she would drive 50 minutes each way to this job and this job did not pay well I mean maybe a little bit above minimum wage when when I first started and so anyway I really learned a lot about life and culture all kinds of things in that first couple of years working there And I'm not going to say it was clean and pretty, but I did have a couple of friends there in the department where I worked, like, come up to me and go, okay, you can't say this. You can say this. And just really educate me. Take the hillbilly out of me a little bit, I guess. And so anyway, one of those guys was Shorty, and he was this older black man. So funny. We couldn't tell. We could not tell if Shorty was like 27 or 57. He was such a fun guy. He just really made it a lot of fun. And he thought I was a freaking trip. He could not. 
he was all the time going, oh, my God, what are you doing? <laughs> I really wonder whatever happened to him. I do. Um, but anyway, I don't even know what the hell I'm saying. Oh, there was a funny prank with him. So he loved to eat. He always had his snacks. He was always eating. And I was out shopping one year, and it was close to Easter. And the store had these Easter bunny candles that look like chocolate Easter bunnies and they were even chocolate scented and I was like I have an idea so I bought one took it home cut the wick off melted a little chocolate chip shoved it down in the hole and I was like oh I will I'm gonna take this to work and I'm gonna give it to Shorty and I'm gonna get this guy to eat it in front of me and so I (laughs) <laughs> melted the chocolate chip, pushed it down in the hole, covered it with plastic, put these little bows on it. And I walked into work and he walks up. He's like, damn, that looks good. What is that? And I go, I actually got this for you. He's like, really? I go, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, oh my God, that's sweet. Why, why did you get this for me? And I said, I just, I know you like to snack around and it, I just saw it in the store and I thought I'd pick it up. And he's like, ah, oh, thanks. And he was all smiling. <laughs> he was all smiling and happy. And I'm like, oh, this is going to be phenomenal. So he said, I would love to taste it. And he's like, open it up, take a bite. And I go, nah, you first. It's yours. I would feel so guilty. <laughs> I am such a little jerk. I said, I would feel so guilty if I took the first bite. He goes, all right. So he opens it up. <laughs> He opened it up and he bit one of the ears off. He bit one of the ears off. And of course, when he did, the inside is like white and kind of purple because it's wax. And he's just chewing and chewing. And I'm like, oh, my God, he doesn't realize that's not a candle. It's amazing. I never killed anyone with my little pranks. Um, So he uh, all of a sudden his face changes and he's like, oh, my God, this shit tastes he goes, oh, my God, this shit tastes like plastic. And he started, he literally started spitting. He started spitting it out on the floor. And I could not stop laughing. It was the funniest freaking thing. And he had that shit stuck through all of his teeth. He had to pick it out all day. And I thought it was just the funniest thing ever. Just the funniest thing ever. And... That wasn't even the point of the story. I just, I, it came up for me while I was thinking about this other one. So anyway, I was very young, worked at this company, learned a lot about life, um, had a ton of fun. I mean, the job was awful, uh, but you know, it is what you make of it. So we ended up making it as fun as we could. I worked with a pretty interesting little crew, um, and uh, okay, so the story is we were... We worked on a little project one day. It was like in the mail room or something. It was just like a very basic little thing. And we had to use those little white round stickers. They're, you know, like garage sale stickers. They're in the little box. I can't think of the brand, but they're on a roll and you pull them out, whatever. And I told one of my coworkers, I said, God, I have to stop and buy some of these because I'm having a garage sale. And they were like, oh my God, just take a box. And I'm like, oh, I'm not stealing from the company. Mm. 
And they're like, are you kidding me? These are like 10 cents. We throw them away if we don't finish them. Just take one. I'm like, no way. I will totally get caught. And they're like, Michelle, seriously, nobody would give a shit if you like walked out with one in your hand. (laughs) And I'm like, I am still this way. I'm so paranoid about breaking rules. I've always been that way. I will always be this way. And uh, so anyway, I said, all right, all right, fine. I'll just take them. So I take them, have my little garage sale, do my little thing. And that next week at work, there's, they, I don't, well, no, I didn't have email at the time. That was a long time ago. But I think there was a sign up on the bulletin board that said, mandatory all staff meeting with the president of the company. And it was like in the evening. It was like a 7.30 p.m. thing because we ran multiple shifts. So I think they set it up to where all the shifts can come together. And so they call all of us into this room. And we're all sitting there. Most of us have never even seen the president of the company. We're like, what? So funny. So anyway, we're sitting there. And the president, I can't even think of his name. That's interesting. He walks in. I think it was Larry something. But he walked in and he was holding a box of those stickers. And I looked over at Shorty and I go, dude, I'm getting ready to get fired. He's like, what? I said, I'm getting ready to get fired in front of everyone. And he's like, the hell are you talking about? And I go, those fucking stickers. Look, he's holding them. And he's like, oh, damn, I can't imagine he'd be up here for that. And I'm like, oh, no, he is. And I started to get dizzy. (laughs) I started to get really dizzy because I'm like, I'm going to get fired. If they, if he says somebody stole one of these and you need to fess up, I would have died. I'm like, I I don't know. What am am I going to just stand up and say it was me? In my head, I'm going, oh my God, oh my God, what do I do? Do I pass out? Do I fake a heart attack? Do I, what do I do here? I was terrified. Which is funny, because if I honestly got fired from that job, it I could have easily replaced that income, we'll just say. So anyway, he says, we have really we have a huge problem we need to let everybody know about. And I'm like, oh my God, it's happening. And he said, we found an employee embezzling from the company. And I'm like, oh, is that embezzlement? Taking these stickers? And... No, it was not the fucking stickers. Of course it wasn't the stickers. But apparently, how what? That company went through quite a few rounds of embezzlement, which was interesting. One, so this one was, there was a husband-wife duo that worked at the company. I think she worked in accounting. I don't know what that schmuck did. But they set up their own LLC, and then she cut checks to that LLC. And so they were paying themselves. And somehow the company found out and confronted them. And I guess the couple went nuts and said, oh, we're going to blow up the building. We're going to come up here. And they just, like, lost their shit. So the president of the company was up there, you guys, to let us know about this and to protect us by putting one of those freaking stickers on our door keys. Oh, what? That was their security. That if you had a sticker on your door key, you were safe. Uh, really? Uh, you can buy those stickers anywhere. So it's kind of funny that that was their form of security, which they actually did bring security guards in. Um, and one of those guys actually washed people's cars, and he was real aggressive about it. So every time 
<laughs> every time you would come in the building, you're like, oh, God, here we go. I'm going to get that hard sell. And it was, uh, that's so funny. I totally forgot about that guy. Um, so that's what it was. I didn't get fired. I didn't get fired, but it certainly locked in my paranoia. Um, yeah. Was that the point of my story? Yeah. So that was just the point of my story. One, I am not meant to break rules. Two, it's so funny how you can like whip up a story in your own mind and really, really, really believe it. And it was just interesting thinking back even about that crew that I worked with right when I first started there. Um, one of the guys actually, how long ago was that? He installs carpet now because he came with his crew to put the carpet in my master bedroom and God, I mean, it wasn't that, I mean, I don't know, 12 years ago, but it was crazy to see him. I was like, Oh my God, I think we worked together. So it was kind of funny. Um, but anyway, yeah, I think that's that story. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not feeling the vibe this morning cause I'm so sleepy, but I'll leave that there. Okay. This one's actually pretty funny. Years ago, this is my, I'm just, everything is years ago, right? So my little brother, Michael, lived with me for a little bit when I lived in an apartment. God, I must have, I must have been 20, 21, 22, maybe. Anyway, he lived with me for a small, (laughs) a small stint there. And he and I can freaking laugh. We don't really anymore because life happens and we're both off doing our own thing. But when we would get together and get in one of those funny moods, we really could riff off each other. And it was so freaking fun. We would go shopping or whatever and pretend that we were a couple and we were arguing. <laughs> like we were like we would pretend we would we were arguing like we would go to the book section. I'd pick up like a cooking a cookbook. And I go, oh, look at that. And then he'd say something like, oh, please, your cooking is so horrible. It's ridiculous that you just stupid shit like that. Right. And then the people would like really look at us. One guy almost kicked his ass. It was so funny because he he looked at me like, you're going to let this man talk to you like this. And I acted all sad. I like looked. (laughs) I like looked down. It's it's awful that we did that looking back because some women are genuinely in that situation. Whatever. We were young and dumb that we just did that stuff for fun. And so anyway, my older brother, Rick, called us and he goes, hey, you guys hear about this Blair Witch thing? And we're like, oh, that I'm trying to remember how this went. It was like um, it was the first like. How did they pitch that? The first self-recorded, it was a self-recorded movie that they were going to release in the theater. I think is how that was posed back then. So anyway, and we're like, yeah, but, you know, a lot of people are saying it's fake. And he goes, it's not. And we're like, what? He goes, it's definitely not. I watched a documentary about it. It's crazy. I'm going to have to, he said, I recorded it. I'll bring it to you guys. And I think it was actually on a VHS. It was that long ago. And so I think we watched it on, yeah, it was like a Sunday. So we throw it in, we watch it. And it was, it was a documentary. And it talks about what these kids were doing beforehand. And we were both like, oh my God, this is crazy. And I honestly, God can barely remember what the hell it, I know they were in the woods and they were doing something. That's about all I remember. 
Um, and so, yeah, so we watched and we were super freaked out about it. And I'm like, do you want to go watch it at the theater? And he's like, I don't know, dude. And I'm like, yeah, it's crazy. It's so crazy. And we decided we can do it. We're brave. He was probably 18, 19, maybe. And so we go to the theater and we're sitting there. You guys, this is so stupid and embarrassing. So we're sitting there and this guy sitting next to me. He's like, you looking forward to this? And I go, yeah. I go, it's crazy. I go, this is true. This is a true story. And he goes, I don't really think it is. And I go, oh, it definitely is. And he said, nah, I'm pretty sure I saw one of them like on the red carpet or something. Because part of it is they die. And I go, no, maybe an actor, but this is definitely a real story. We just watched a documentary about it. This is 100% real. And the guy's like, I don't think so. And I looked at my brother and I go, what a fucking idiot, this guy. <laughs> I'm like, what a, why is he freaking arguing me? It's totally real. We just watched the documentary. So we watched <laughs> So we watched the this doc or we watched the movie and we are terrified at the end. We're like, oh my God. I don't even remember what happened, but we left the theater and it's like 3 p.m. on a Sunday at this point. And we were terrified. And the whole way back to the apartment, we're just like, God, what do you think? Like, oh, we maybe we shouldn't have watched that. It's crazy. But we were definitely terrified. So anyway. My older brother Rick calls and he's like, did you guys go watch it? (laughs) We told him how freaked out we were. And he's like, you guys, that was a fake documentary. And we're like, what? And he goes, they called it like a faux documentary. It's fake. It's not real. And we're like, what do you mean? None of it is? And we were like, what? We were so confused. (laughs) But it was pretty damn funny like idiots um we totally not once did we think the documentary could have been fake so that was really funny and i used to take my nieces to watch scary movies that was kind of our thing and i took them to watch was it paranormal activity the one where it was like mm, whatever i don't remember but the one yeah, it was like paranormal activity, and it seemed super scary. So anyway, we watched that, and that one was terrifying. And I was not even, I mean, I was 35. <laughs> I was not super young, and it was so scary. We um, we watched it at night even because we were brave bitches. And I got home, and I pulled in my driveway, and I was like, oh, my God, my house looks so creepy. And I called my brother, and I'm like, I don't think I can go in my house. I'm like, we just watched the movie. We're all really scared. I don't think I can go in my house. And the girls are like, wait, aren't you supposed to be the one in charge? And I think we ended up driving around a little bit. But it's pretty funny to think my brother's like, oh, this is the woman I have responsible for my children's safety. And she's terrified to go into her own house after watching a scary movie, which is so freaking funny. (laughs) All right, you guys, I think that's about it. I am going to wrap this sucker up. I know it's very random and hodgepodgey, but I have a big day ahead of me. And so I need to get my shit together. So thank you for listening. Do your little thing, little rate it, review it, whatever. Tell a friend, send me emails. And I always love to hear your feedback. 
And if you're one of those that have been part of my little journey so far and you have memories of funny things, share them with me because I promise I have forgotten most of them. And I love hearing from you guys. It's always really fun. 